Fiscal Update is a compilation of brief news articles published by the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency throughout each month. The articles cover actions taken at meetings of state boards and commissions, news releases from state agencies, updates on the status of the state budget, reports on audits of state and local government, and other items of interest to legislators and their constituents. If you would like to receive email notifications when individual Fiscal Update articles are published, please go to www.legis.iowa.gov slash subscribe. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa LSA. To view all charts and graphs coinciding with these reports, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab at the top and then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Under Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and search for a particular report. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 2, 2018. Veterans Trust Fund, December 2017. Fund Balance. As of December 31, 2017, the Veterans Trust Fund balance is $28.6 million. The total principal balance is $28.2 million, and the lottery transfer of $2.5 million occurred in October. The total spendable portion of the Trust Fund balance, including interest income, donations, and lottery transfer, is approximately $288,000. Expenditures to date for fiscal year 2018 have totaled approximately $250,000. There is a chart that accompanies this article that shows the total balance of the trust fund since fiscal year 2009. Assistance categories. Assistance categories are established in Iowa Code Section 35A.13 Subsection 6 and in 801 Iowa Administrative Code Chapter 14. Examples of permissible expenditures include housing repairs, emergency medical care, dental expenses, eyeglasses, hearing aids, prescriptions, auto repair, and other items. Additional information on historical income and expenditures can be found in the issue review titled Overview of Iowa Veterans Programs. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-971-7053. To see the chart that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Veterans Trust Fund, December 2017. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 2, 2018. Audit Report, Fiscal Year 2017 County Attorney Court Debt Collections. Report Released. As required by Section 7 of Senate File 2316 Court Debt Collection Act, the State Auditor's Office released a report on county attorney court debt collections for fiscal year 2017. The report summarizes the review conducted by the State Auditor's Office on the collection rate of each county that has filed a notice of full commitment to collect delinquent court debt. The report is available on the State Auditor's Office website. Collection Program Participation. A total of 63 county attorneys participated in the county attorney debt collection program for fiscal year 2017. A memorandum of understanding and notice of full commitment are on file with the state court administrator for each of these county attorneys. Participating counties are required to collect 100% of the applicable threshold amount within two years of beginning to collect 
delinquent court debt. For fiscal year 2017, three of 63 counties did not meet the threshold collections distribution, as provided in the Memorandum of Understanding filed by participating counties Once the county reaches its applicable collections threshold, the judicial branch will adjust the county attorney's account by adding a 5% monetary distribution to the county attorney the next calendar day. The audit report found the judicial branch began allocating 5% of court debt collections to the county attorney on the next business day after the threshold was met. Fiscal Year 2017 County Attorney Court Debt Collections. The report includes a summary of the County Attorney Court Debt Collections by County. From the total Fiscal Year 2017 County Attorney Collection Receipts, $16.4 million was distributed to the State General Fund and $7.5 million was distributed to the participating counties. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 3, 2018. Executive Council Meeting, January 2, 2018. The Executive Council met on January 2, 2018. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. A total of approximately $12,400 was unanimously approved for payment of various requested emergency allocations. The payment is intended to cover repair costs of patrol car damage resulting from a June 2017 hailstorm in Cedar Falls and structural damage to the Mount Pleasant Correctional Facility resulting from a July 2017 storm. The Council also unanimously approved payment of various cost items totaling approximately $461,300. This includes a payment of approximately $147,500 intended to cover drainage taxes of 24 counties and a payment of approximately $126,700 to be paid from the Tobacco Settlement Authority. The next meeting has not been scheduled at this time. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 3, 2018. Audit Report, Iowa Public Television. On December 26, 2017, the Auditor of State released the report of the Annual Audit of Iowa Public Television, IPTV, for the year ended June 30, 2017. The report includes the Iowa Public Television Foundation in the financial statements, revenues and expenditures. Iowa Public Television had general fund revenues of $12.8 million for fiscal year 2017, a 7.4% decrease compared to fiscal year 2016. Revenues included the following. State General Fund Appropriation of $8.9 million, gifts and grants of $2.9 million, charges for service of $637,000 and federal assistance of $56,000. Expenditures for fiscal year 2017 totaled $21 million, a decrease of 3.8% compared to fiscal year 2016. Expenditures were from IPTV's general fund with the exception of a disbursement of $4.2 million from the Special Revenue Fund. Internal controls. The audit did not identify any deficiencies in internal controls that were considered to be material weaknesses. 
The staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 9, 2018, State Soil Conservation and Water Quality Committee Meeting. The January 4, 2018 meeting of the State Soil Conservation and Water Quality Committee was called to order by Paula Ellis, Committee Chairperson, New Division Director. The committee was notified that the Director of the Division of Soil Conservation and Water Quality retired on January 2, 2018, and the committee will be involved in hiring a new director. Bill Northey, Secretary of Agriculture, and Mike Nag, Deputy Secretary of Agriculture, encouraged committee members to recommend potential candidates. Secretary Northey also announced that Susan Kozak will be the interim division director. Technical staff grants. Vince Sitzman, Field Services Bureau Chief, informed the committee that the National Association of Conservation Districts approved technical assistance grant funding for six soil conservation and water quality districts in Iowa. The funding will pay for 3.5 full-time employee positions. Federal Flood and Erosion Program. Mr. Sitzman also discussed the revival of the Federal Watershed Protection and Flood Prevention Program, also known as the PL-566 Watershed Program. The program provides technical and financial assistance to state and local governments from the Federal Natural Resources Conservation Service to reduce flooding and control erosion in a watershed. Currently, the department is reviewing Iowa watersheds that may meet the requirements of the program so they can apply for project funding. Conservation Reserve Enhancement Program, CREP. Jake Hansen, Water Resources Bureau Chief, informed the committee that there are five CREP projects in Floyd, Guthrie, Kosuth, and Grundy counties. There are also nine CREP projects in developmental stages that are in need of funding. Buffalo Creek. Adam Snyder's Department of Natural Resources informed the committee that the Federal Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, recognized the Buffalo Creek Watershed Project as a success story in reducing non-point source pollution. Buffalo Creek is a tributary of the Cedar River and flows through Fayette, Buchanan, Lynn, and Jones counties. The project is administered by the Buchanan Soil and Water Conservation District, SWCD, in Independence, and conservation practices were installed to reduce sediment delivery in the upper portion of the watershed. In addition to reducing the sediment flow, the freshwater mussel population has rebounded. The project was funded by the Watershed Improvement Review Board. The next meeting is scheduled for February 1, 2018 in Des Moines. Additional information is available on the State Soil Conservation and Water Quality Committee website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. Fiscal Update. Fiscal Services Division, January 9, 2018. LSA website change, budget schedules, and budget unit briefs. Web pages combined. The Legislative Services Agency, LSA, has created a new web page on the General Assembly website to make it easier for users to find information related to specific budget line items called budget units. Both budget schedules and budget unit briefs 
which have been separate web pages, can now be found together on the Appropriation slash Fund Information web page. The page also provides 10-year funding charts for most general fund budget units. Budget schedules. The fiscal year 2019 budget schedules will be posted when the governor's fiscal year 2019 budget recommendations are published. Following is an explanation of the two types of budget schedules. Schedule 1 shows the quote decision packages used by the executive branch to arrive at the department's annual budget request and the governor's recommendation for funding and staffing levels. Section 1 includes a summary of the current year's appropriation and staffing levels. And Schedule 6 shows all of the resources for a particular budget unit, including appropriations and federal support. Schedule 6 also shows the expenditure of those resources by category. The fiscal year 2019 documents will show the actual resources and expenditures for actual fiscal year 2017, estimated fiscal year 2018, and the fiscal year 2019 department request and governor's recommendation. Budget unit briefs. Each budget unit brief provides a description of the programs and services funded by a specific budget unit. The document will include links to related statutes, administrative rules, and agency and program websites. Contact information for the Fiscal Services Division analysts responsible for the budget unit is also provided. Funds. In addition to general fund appropriations, the web page also includes budget schedule information on special purpose funds. However, in most cases, the special purpose funds will not include a budget unit brief and will not have a 10-year funding history associated with them. All the financial data comes from the Department of Management's budget system and is not altered by the LSA. Additional information is available from the LSA upon request. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270, and Jennifer Acton, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-669-9007. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 9th, 2018. Early Childhood Iowa ECI State Board Meeting. The Early Childhood Iowa ECI State Board met on January 5th, 2018 in Des Moines, Iowa. The meeting began with a brief review of the annual report, which the board approved. This year, the committee responsible for the annual report focused on making the report more interactive when viewed online, including inserting hyperlinks from charts to further data for each ECI area. The report will be available in late January. Other business. The board also approved changes to, quote, Tool FF, which is used by area boards to ensure consistency in definitions and goals across the state. Most of the changes were updates to language within the tool to align it with best practices and legislative changes. The board heard a presentation on Iowa's Quality Rating System, or QRS, a voluntary child care rating system for child care centers, preschools, home care programs, and school district-run child care facilities. An advisory team is working toward creating an updated system, Iowa Quality Rating for Kids, IQR4K, which the team plans to roll out in January 2019. The new structure will shift away from a point-based model in which centers and providers are only able to show existence or non-existence of a desired characteristic to a system of continuous improvement. 
The new system also includes new comprehensive areas and changes to existing areas, including professional development, nutrition and physical development, teaching and learning, and provider qualifications. The board also heard information about the ongoing process of strategic planning and a presentation on the Child's Mental Health and Well-Being Work Group. Administrative Update ECI staff provided an administrative update to the board including information on the changes that have been made to the Early Childhood Grant Funding Formula. Grant funding, which flows through Department of Human Services and primarily goes to ECI areas to support child care costs. The changes to the funding formula will take place over the next five years. ECI Summit. ECI will be hosting an Early Childhood Systems Summit on October 3, 2018. The summit will include keynote speakers and breakout sessions designed around early childhood topics, including nutrition, importance of data in decision-making, mental health, brain science, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, or STEM, education, and others. More information will be available soon. The next ECI State Board meeting will be April 6, 2018. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Josie Garrett's Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-238-2833. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 11, 2018. Transfer of Funds, National Guard Educational Assistance Program. Notice of transfer. The Department of Management has notified the General Assembly and the Legislative Services Agency, LSA, of a request for transfer of funds under Iowa Code Section 261.20. The College Student Aid Commission has requested a transfer of no more than $336,494 from the Commission's Scholarship and Tuition Grant Reserve Fund to the National Guard Educational Assistance Program. The transfer is intended to be used on an as-needed basis to alleviate any shortfall in the fiscal year 2018 appropriation for the program. The transfer may result in several transactions to ensure timely payment to eligible students. No transactions will occur prior to January 25, 2018. For additional information, please contact the Department of Management or the LSA. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 17, 2018. LSA General Fund Balance Sheet Update, January 2018. Revised Revenue Estimates. The Revenue Estimating Conference, REC, met December 11, 2017 and revised the fiscal year 2018 and fiscal year 2019 General Fund Revenue Estimates. The REC estimate for fiscal year 2018 totaled $7.238 billion, representing a decrease of $2.5 million compared to actual fiscal year 2017 net general fund receipts after transfers. The fiscal year 2019 estimate totaled $7.527 billion, an increase of $289.5 million, or 4%, compared to the revised fiscal year 2018 estimate. The estimated revenue growth in fiscal year 2019 is predominantly personal income tax and sales and use tax receipts. Changes to the federal tax code were signed into law on December 22, 2017. The significant changes affecting state revenues were the reductions of corporate and personal income tax rates. An analysis 
from the Iowa Department of Revenue estimates state personal income tax revenues will increase by $11.2 million in fiscal year 2018 and by $110.8 million in fiscal year 2019 due to Iowa's federal deductibility statute. The Department of Revenue has not yet estimated the impact of the federal tax law on corporate income tax. Additional information on the impact of the federal tax law changes on the state budget is provided in the Legislative Services Agency LSA report. Summary of the Governor's Fiscal Year 2018 and Fiscal Year 2019 Recommendations. The LSA will continue to analyze the potential impact of the Federal Tax Cuts and Jobs Act as more information becomes available. Updated Balance Sheet. The General Fund Balance Sheet included in this update incorporates the December REC estimates and increases associated with the federal tax law changes and includes revised appropriation estimates for fiscal year 2018 and a projection of the condition of the general fund budget for fiscal year 2019. Fiscal year 2018 budget update. The current estimate for fiscal year 2018 available funds totals $7.249 billion, which includes the December REC estimate and an $11.2 million increase associated with the federal tax law change. The General Assembly enacted appropriations totaling $7.265 billion for fiscal year 2018. The appropriations have been adjusted to reflect a required $13 million appropriation to the Economic Emergency Fund and estimated supplemental appropriation needs of $11.3 million. The estimated shortfall for fiscal year 2018 prior to any legislative action is $34.7 million. Fiscal year 2019 budget projection. The fiscal year 2019 projection is intended to assist the General Assembly in evaluating budget decisions for the next fiscal year. The appropriation estimates for fiscal year 2019 are largely based on the following assumptions. The fiscal year 2019 REC revenue estimate of $7.527 billion is the basis for the Legislative Services Agency LSA fiscal year 2019 projection. The REC estimate is based on tax laws and other revenue policies in place at the time the estimate was adopted, an increase of $110.8 million associated with an adjustment for the federal tax law changes is assumed. The expenditure limitations for fiscal year 2019 is estimated to be $7.561 billion, which represents 99% of the estimated available revenues. $7.638 billion. The enacted appropriations from fiscal year 2018, $7.269 billion, are used as the baseline for fiscal year 2019 appropriations. Appropriations and expenditures for fiscal year 2019 are analyzed by LSA staff to account for automatic increases or decreases built in and anticipated expenditures over and above the baseline estimate prior to legislative action. These appropriations changes are generally established in the Iowa Code. However, in some instances, reasonable assumptions are applied to the estimates. The LSA does not assume the enactment of legislation impacting tax policy or the funding of new programs in the budget projection. The built-in and anticipated expenditure estimates currently total $251 million. 
Chart 1 that accompanies this fiscal update article summarizes these expenditure increases for fiscal year 2019, and reversions are estimated to total $5 million for fiscal year 2019. Reversions are appropriated funds that remain unexpended at the close of the fiscal year and are deposited back in the general fund. Table 2 that accompanies this fiscal update article shows the projected general fund budget for fiscal year 2019 based on the aforementioned assumptions. The estimated expenditure limitation exceeds the projected appropriations by $41.8 million. Based on the current estimates and assumptions, the fiscal year 2019 general fund surplus is projected to total $123.2 million. Reserve funds. At the close of fiscal year 2017, the balances in the state's two reserve funds totaled $605.3 million, which was $132.7 million below the statutory goal of $738 million. The balances are projected to increase to $624.1 million in fiscal year 2018 and to $729.2 million in fiscal year 2019. The statutory goals of the reserve funds are equal to 10% of the adjusted revenue estimate for each fiscal year. For fiscal year 2018, the estimated reserve fund balances are $113 million or 15.3% below the statutory goal of $737.1 million and for fiscal year 2019, they are $34.5 million or 4.5% below the statutory goal of $763.7 million. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Dave Reynolds, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6934. To see the charts that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled LSA General Fund Balance Sheet Update January 2018. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 19, 2018. Audit Report, Iowa Communications Network. Audit Report, on January 18, 2018, the Auditor of State released a special investigation report of the Iowa Communications Network, ICN, specifically for the time period of January 1, 2015 through January 2, 2018. The ICN is a state agency governed by the Iowa Telecommunications and Technology Commission, ITTC, and provides broadband, internet, data, video conferencing, and voice phone services to authorized users specified by the Code of Iowa, including education, health care, government, and public safety organizations in Iowa. Procurement Concerns. The audit report identified a number of instances in which the ICN did not comply with the rules and procedures established by the Department of Administrative Services, DAS, for making purchases from vendors outside of state government. These instances include, but are not limited to, former ICN Director Rick Lombard prepared a business plan for the purchase of two semi-trailers and a semi-tractor in which Mr. Lombard documented that total purchases and delivery costs fell under the $50,000 threshold, which Per the DAS, requires a formal competitive procurement process to be followed. 
the auditor determined that Mr. Lombard entered into a, quote, gentleman's agreement with the proposed vendor improperly splitting costs associated with the delivery of the trailers, which would have raised the total business plan costs above the $50,000 threshold. The auditor determined that through this agreement, Mr. Lombard was able to circumvent procurement requirements. From January 15, 2015 through October 16, 2017, the ICN paid Character Genetics approximately $71,190 for leadership training and coaching services. In order to comply with DAS procurement procedures, these services should have been procured through a formal competitive procurement process. The auditor determined that Mr. Lombard had a previous relationship with Character Genetics through other employment at Wind and Fire Ministries, a nonprofit organization located in Marion. Personnel concerns. The auditor also identified several concerns regarding personnel actions, including unqualified hiring, excessive pay increases, and improper use of state property. During his tenure at the ICN, Mr. Rick Lombard hired individuals who did not meet the hiring criteria as established by the DAS. In one instance, no documentation exists to confirm DAS Human Resources Enterprise approval of hiring an individual who was not qualified for an Executive Officer 2 position. A former employee of the ICN was hired as an Executive Secretary in February 2015. After six months of employment at the ICN, the individual received a 14% pay increase and an additional 12% pay increase one year following the employee's initial hiring. The individual did not receive a promotion, but salary increases totaled over 40.2% over approximately 2.5 years. These increases exceeded raises provided to other ICN employees as stipulated by state employment procedures. And the audit report also identified that from July 1, 2014 to July 11, 2017, Mr. Lombard used state vehicles to commute to and from work to his home in Marion. DAS prohibits the use of state vehicles for personal purposes. The auditor found that the ICN spent over $50,000 for Mr. Lombard's use of state vehicles. Overall conclusions, the auditor concluded that a number of management decisions made by Mr. Lombard were not in the taxpayer's best interest and that several of his purchasing decisions directly circumvented internal controls, internal processes of the ICN, and procurement requirements established by the DAS and the Department of Management. The report also identifies that Mr. Lombard misused the authority of his position to create unnecessary and unapproved job positions, hire unqualified individuals, and award excessive pay increases. In sum, the auditor identified a total of approximately $379,550 of improper disbursements and undeposited collections. The staff contacts for this fiscal update are Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458 and Adam Broich, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-8223. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 22, 2018. Iowa Economic Development Authority Board Meeting. The Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, board met on January 19, 2018 and took the following actions. Direct financial assistance and tax benefits. The board approved four projects for direct financial assistance 
and tax benefits through the High Quality Jobs Program, HQJP. The awards are to assist in the creation of 186 jobs and are expected to result in approximately $87.3 million in new capital investments. Contract. The board approved contract signing extensions for nine projects, one rescission, and amendments for ten contracts. Demonstration Fund Awards. The board approved an award of $100,000 from the Demonstration Fund for Des Moines-based Workhound. The Demonstration Fund provides financial and technical assistance to encourage high technology, prototype, and concept development activities that have a clear potential to lead to community viable products or services within a reasonable period of time. Proof of commercial relevance. The board approved awards for three projects of $25,000 each from the Proof of Commercial Relevance P.O. CR fund for Cedar Rapids based Mary My City Johnston based Time Redesigned and Iowa City-based ECR Logic LLC. The POCR fund provides financial assistance to innovative businesses pursuing proof of commercial relevance and marketability of a technology. The fund is designed to assist businesses with new technologies that have completed the proof of concept stage and are ready to be subjected to the rigors of the proof of commercial relevance stage, which includes defining the market for the product and perfecting the product to meet market needs. Committee appointment. The board approved the appointment of two members to the Technology Commercialization Committee or TCC. Angel Investor Tax Credit Certificates. The board approved adding $281,000 to the Angel Investor Tax Credit Certificates waiting list for 25 investors. Financial Summary. The board also received financial reports from IEDA staff. As of December 31, 2017, the following amounts remain unobligated. General Fund Operations, Fiscal Year 2018, $8.7 million. High Quality Jobs Program, HQJP, Fiscal Year 2018, $11.8 million. And Tax Credit Cap, Fiscal Year 2018 Allocation, $84 million. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 23, 2018. Executive Council Meeting, January 22, 2018. The Executive Council met on Monday, January 22, 2018. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. Janet Phipps, Director of the Department of Administrative Services, presented the Council with and requested approval of the 2018 insurance rates for the State Police Officers Council, or SPOC. Rates have increased 7% in comparison to 2017 due to increased insurance plan costs and utilization rates the council voted unanimously to adopt the 2018 rates. A total payment of approximately $800 was unanimously approved for various payment of cost items. The total payment is intended to cover attorney costs related to a civil case involving the Iowa State Education Association, ISEA, and to pay an invoice regarding revenue bonds debt service. And the council unanimously approved payment of one additional cost item totaling approximately $6,700. The payment is intended to cover attorney services provided by Lamarca and Landry, PC of Des Moines, for their work on the civil rights complaint, Godfrey v. State of Iowa. State Board of Canvas. 
Upon adjournment of the Executive Council meeting, the State Board of Canvas met to discuss the recent special election for State House District 6 held on January 16, 2018. The House seat in District 6 was left vacant after former Representative Jim Carlin won the special election for State Senate District 3 held on December 12, 2017. The special election for the House seat in District 6 was won by Jacob Bossman, a Republican from Sioux City. The State Board of Canvas verified the special election results and voted unanimously to adopt the canvas of the votes as tabulated. The next meeting has not been scheduled at this time. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 1, with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 24, 2018. Iowa Finance Authority Annual Report. The Iowa Finance Authority, IFA, has released its 2017 annual report. The report covers the following major areas. Affordable homeownership, affordable rentals, homeless assistance, Iowa agricultural development, Iowa title guarantee, water quality, and state housing trust fund. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 24, 2018, Final Watershed Improvement Review Board Meeting. The final meeting of the Watershed Improvement Review Board, WIRB, was held on January 22, 2018 in Des Moines. The meeting was called to order by Chairperson Jane Weber. Senator Ken Rosenboom was in attendance. Senate File 510, Fiscal Year 2018 Agriculture and Natural Resources Appropriations Act, eliminated the operations of the WIRB as of December 31, 2017. Treasurer Report. As of December 31, 2017, there was a balance of $1.6 million in the WIRB account funded by the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, of which $1.6 million is estimated to be unobligated. In the account funded by the general fund, there is a balance of $613,000, of which $263,000 is estimated to be unobligated. Senate File 510 specified that unobligated funds would be appropriated to the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship, DALS, and could be used to pay for expenditures related to soil and water conservation administration, for conservation of soil and water resources, or to support the Soil Conservation and Water Quality Conservation Districts. The board approved the final reports for the following project. Middle Buffalo Creek Watershed, Yellow Rivers Headwater Watershed, West Fork Middle Nottaway Watershed, Gear Creek Watershed, Rathman Lake Watershed, Little Lick Creek Watershed, Miller Creek Watershed, Little Bear Creek Watershed, Wavonsee Creek Watershed, Cooper Creek Watershed, Iowa Great Lakes Watershed, 12 Mile Lake Watershed, and Fox River Watershed. The final report for the WIRB will be submitted by January 31, 2018 to the Iowa Legislature. The DALS is responsible for finalizing all project reports and other operational activities. The final meeting was adjourned. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767.
Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 25, 2018, Federal Continuing Resolution, Impact on HHS Budget. Continuing Resolution, the passage of H.R. 195, a fourth continuing resolution to fund the federal government for FFY 2018, will have a major impact on the Iowa Health and Human Services, HHS, budget in the coming years. Children's Health Insurance Program, or CHIP. The resolution extends the CHIP, also known as the Hawkeye Program in Iowa, through FFY 2023. This provides federal funding and will allow Iowa to continue the program as it is currently operating. In addition, states are receiving a 23% enhanced match rate for the program that was passed as part of the Affordable Care Act, ACA. That enhanced match rate was set to expire after FFY 2019, but the continuing resolution extends the 11.5% enhanced match rate for one year through FFY 2020, helping states avoid the cliff effect from the loss of federal funding. Health Insurer Tax The ACA implemented an annual tax on health insurers as one mechanism to fund the act. The tax is applied to certain health insurance providers, including the Managed Care Organizations, MCOs, that administer the Medicaid program. Federal law requires the capitation rates paid to MCOs be actuarially sound. Therefore, the state, along with the federal government, are required to reimburse the MCOs for the health insurer tax. Congress previously suspended the health insurer tax for CY 2017, which would waive the state's responsibility for paying the tax in FY 2018. The most recent continuing resolution suspends the tax for CY 2019, but leaves the tax in place for CY 2018. This means that Iowa will still be responsible for funding the state's share of the tax approximately $22.4 million in fiscal year 2019, but will not be required to pay any tax in fiscal year 2020. While it seems unusual that Congress would allow the tax to be implemented for one year and then suspend it again, it may still address this issue in a future continuing resolution or in a long-term spending deal. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-689-0598. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 26, 2018. Audit Report, City of Johnston. Report of Special Investigation. The Auditor of State released a report on January 22, 2018 regarding a special investigation of the City of Johnston for the period of July 1, 2015 through July 31, 2017. The investigation was requested by city officials due to concerns about certain deposits processed by a former accounting clerk, Teresa Osborne. Ms. Osborne was placed on administrative leave and then terminated from her position on July 19, 2017. Findings. The investigation identified $13,570 in undeposited collections and $39 in improper disbursements. Cash collections recorded in the city's accounting system exceeded cash collections deposited to the city's bank account for the library, the farmer's market, and the parks department. The improper disbursements were for purchases of personal items from Amazon or purchases that were not appropriate for city operations using the city's commercial account. Recommendations. The report includes the following recommendations. Segregation of duties. 
Internal control procedures should be reviewed for maximum control possible with available staff, including elected officials. The finance director, city clerk, or another designated individual should perform an independent review of records and bank statements, perform reconciliations, and examine supporting documentation on a periodic basis. Username. Procedures should be implemented to ensure usernames and passwords are kept confidential and not shared between staff members. City personnel should not allow other staff members to log in using their identification. Disbursements. All disbursements should be approved by the City Council and documented in the Council meeting minutes. Supporting documentation should be retained for all disbursements. Petty Cash. The city should ensure the petty cash fund is used for its intended purpose and disbursements are supported with adequate documentation. City hall personnel should record all petty cash activity in a manual log that should be reconciled periodically by an independent person. And department collections. The city should ensure each department performs an independent reconciliation to ensure collections are brought to city hall timely and intact. The full audit report is available on the auditor's website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, January 31, 2018. Underground Storage Tank Board Administrator Contract. Administrator Contract. At the January 26, 2018 meeting of the Iowa Comprehensive Petroleum Underground Storage Tank USD Fund Board, the board voted to approve a contract renewal with the current program administrator, Aon Risk Solutions Aon. The approval extends an existing contract through the end of calendar year 2018. The renewed contract reduces the payment to Aon for program administration and claims processing by $561,000 from the 2017 level of $1,035,000 to $474,000 for 2018. The payment reduction comes after the recent transfer of 199 active UST claims from the UST board to the Petroleum Marketers Management Insurance Company, PMMIC. The liability transfer included a $13.1 million payment from the UST program to PMMIC, including $1.2 million for claims administration and insurance. With transfer of the 199 sites to PMMIC, approximately 110 contaminated UST sites with projected board cleanup and other costs totaling $7.3 million remain as liabilities of the UST board. As of the end of December 2017, the cash balance of UST funds totaled $20.4 million. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jeff Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4614.